Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Do you believe in miracles? Today's the big day, Kenny. Today's the anniversary, February 22nd. What was it? 1980. 1980. Wow, you really jumped the gun on me there, mister. (laughs) Um, I figured you were aware of that. Well, I I was, but uh, I I wasn't ready with the soundbite here because, uh, of course, we've got Al Michaels. You know, there's a great story about that, Brad. Um, Here it is. Crowd going insane. Carlemont shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is back there. Now Johnson, 19 seconds. Johnson over to Ramsey. The Yelechinov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Wow. And that uh, other guy there saying unbelievable, unbelievable. that was uh, Montreal Canadian goalie, former Canadian goalie, Ken Dryden, who was on that call with L. Michaels. But Brad, interesting story behind that Miracle on Ice game. WEBC, KOZY in Grand Rapids, and I believe a Twin Cities radio station, not sure which one, carried that game live. Yeah. From a CBC. I listened to it live on Yes, it was a CBC television broadcast that the radio stations carried live. Pat Pacella, a local radio guy, uh, been in the biz for a long time. He knows the story inside out. But uh, those radio stations, WEBC included here in Duluth, carried that game live on the radio. We listened to it. Later that day, ABC carried the tape delay of the game. So we got to see him beat Russia again. Twice in one day. <laughs> Bam! Come on. I remember. I remember standing on my in uh, in the in the dining room up against my uh, dining room table because I had a bookshelf right adjacent to that, and I had a at that time a a Heward Packard, pretty good sized stereo system, and I had WBC on there and listened to the entire well, most especially the whole last period. I started listening early, and I. I thought, well, this is going to be good, but, uh, you know, I don't know that there's much chance we can beat the Russian army team, but it happened. It was huge. Believe in miracles. Huge. And that started, you know, that started a huge growth and influx of hockey, even in this country. I mean, it was already big, but it it became even bigger. Yeah, because now we had heroes we could look up to, the young kids from Minnesota, of course, a handful from Massachusetts and what have you, but... You know, we looked up to Neil Broughton and the um, uh, Buzzy Schneiders and the list of Phil Vercota from Duluth. Yeah. Um, Mark Pavlich. Don't the forget whole Pavlich. Yeah. Don't forget Pavlich. And our head coach, Herb Brooks. Yeah. And uh, it just goes on and on. Great, great memory. Say, if you, uh, if you are listening this morning and you have phone service, uh, you know, that cellular service from AT&T or Cricket, you might be having a hard time getting into us this morning. He, he, although even some people with Verizon and some of the other services are having a hard time, but uh, a lot of people lost their service yesterday, Thursday, well, today, Thursday, across uh, the United States. Network outages, customers uh, all over the place trying to make phone calls, trying to text 
are not uh, happening. And they don't know what it is or what's causing it. They think it is a, uh, you know, some some goofy company or something outside the United States that is trying to jam the service. Uh, but T-Mobile, a few thousand T-Mobile and Verizon customers all, also are reporting outages. Oh, really? But those are very minor compared to AT&T. Not just AT&T? No. Ah, okay. I didn't know no, that. A, no, AT&T and Cricket share the same networks. They use okay. the same streaming. So they're both down. But the, but the story this morning did say that a a few thousand, some users of, a, of T-Mobile and Verizon were also hit by the outage, but well, very few compared to AT&T's you know, millions that went yeah. down all at once. Well, a couple of things on that, Brad. Early this morning, we had somebody come into the radio station that wanted to use our phone. It, it's somebody really? that does a little bit of work here. You know who she is. I don't want to say anything and embarrass okay. her, but sure. she needed to make some important phone calls, and I had heard nothing about it, and she says, my phone's not working. Blah. I said, hey, come on in. She's sitting behind the front desk making her phone calls. So she got that, was able to do that. And, Brad, this is the reason I will not surrender my landline. <laughs> I, seriously. And, and I, I, you know, it costs me whatever, how much a month. It's not a lot, but it's $20 I could spend elsewhere. But uh, I don't want to get rid of my landline and be helpless and hopeless someday. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. It's. Uh, I mean, there's a possibility, you know, I kept, Brad. I kept mine a long time. Yeah. There could be a widespread outage that could last for days, weeks, or months. And then what? Mm. I mean, if there's a catastrophic failure of some of the system and it's going to be down for weeks, yeah, <laughs> that's not good. No, it isn't good. And you're absolutely right. If, if something like that would happen, uh, it would literally crush business industries that rely on those phone calls, the restaurants that rely on people being able to pick up their cell phone, order a pizza, do whatever. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a good situation. How much at all. would Russia and and I don't want to say you know, but really when you think about it, our adversaries maybe communist China, Russia, would are they trying to do anything to our uh, communication systems and provide chaos and terror? I think they well, are. Well, there Brad. has been there has been reports, Kenny, that. Uh, that players inside of Russia and China, the usually independent network uh, groups or independent hackers, so to speak, have broken into different systems and crushed usually one particular line, like a bank phone line or a school system. Who, who was it recently? One of the college systems uh, were, t- were taken down for a day or two, and they had rolled all their systems into another another company, but they found out later that was an outside hacking company from, I think, Russia that was trying to take down the system. And luckily, they had the backup. Now, individual people don't have that kind of backup. I mean, if if your cell phone goes down, that's your system. It's gone. And, and you're absolutely right. A lot of people hung on to their landlines for a long, long time simply on the threat that they could lose their uh, cell phone coverage. And they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to lose any, they didn't want to lose total connection to the outside world. Well, l- let me tell you, we got a lot to discuss today. Lots of things going on. Uh, I want to first of all tell you that there's a report out this morning, and boy, this doesn't, this, uh, 
this doesn't amaze me at all. I, I knew there, I knew this. You know, when you think about the environmental movement in this country, and you think about how the connections have been made with the Democratic Party and Joe Biden specifically with his attempt to uh, uh, come up with this, uh, what did they call the program, the uh, uh, Reduction Act, the Inflation Reduction Act. Joe Biden put out this big monstrosity of a program called the Inflation Reduction Act, which didn't reduce inflation at all and had more to do with expanding government spending, uh, especially on green energy agenda. But it has now been found out uh, because somebody got a hold, excuse me, somebody got a hold of... uh, of documents that weren't supposed to be released, board minutes from February of this year from the American Clean Power Association. And those minutes have now been reduced and and have been duplicated and sent out and people have them in their hot little hands. And what they're finding is that this organization, the, uh, uh, what did I call them, the American Clean uh, Power Association, is making contingency plans. And I'll tell you all about them after we get our uh, first uh, chance this morning to talk to our friends out at uh, Dead On Shooting Range. Candy out there has got some big things happening. Uh, You know, she was recently at the big gun show out in Vegas, bought some specifically new items that are starting to come into the show. Uh, Candy, you got some more items coming in now. We do, yeah. I'm really excited about our new, uh, our first bake kits and survival packs that have come in. Uh, they, we looked them over, and they are really impressive quality. And they've got more items in them than your typical first aid kit. Even, even we've had some firefighters that have come in and said, "Hey, these have more things than what we can typically get in our own packs." So you know, they've wow. got everything you need plus more. Uh, we've got some drag straps, you know, some different all-weather survival kits. So we we have a little smattering of a, a few different things out for sale, and we can always get more in. But yeah, it's a there's some neat items to come check out. Now, tell me, I mean, I, I'm kind of interested in these freeze dryers. Now, if you can kind of give us a thumbnail idea of how those work, because I I'm starting to read around the country that more and more people are starting to freeze dry pro, uh, products and put them aside in case of an outage of electricity or in case of some catastrophe in this country? Yeah, so the freeze dryers, they're really cool because they actually will preserve your food for longer and preserve more of the nutrients than uh, something like canning would do or dehydrating. So you can take any of your meals, you can take side dishes, candy, veggies, fruit, whatever you want, and freeze dry them, and they reconstitute to the basically the same consistency, and they still keep ninety. I think it's ninety-seven percent of their nutritional value upon rehydration. Wow! They, so, so these uh, uh, these hold the nutritional value in. Yes, and freeze dried food lasts for twenty-five years, as opposed to something like dehydrated food that's only supposed to last three to five years. Wow. So you're going to have the freeze dryers available very quickly? They should be coming Monday. Wow. You know, on first aid kits, I'll tell you what, I've had one in my car forever uh, because I I had a situation years and years ago, still when I was in the Marine Corps out in California, 
where we were going into town and we were witness to a massive car accident where a, it a, ended up the mother of the family died. She was driving the car. Kids were injured in the back. And we didn't have first aid kits with us. And I made a vow after that, uh, get a first aid kit and carry it in the car. And I've had one in my car ever since. But it doesn't have the greatest uh, equipment. It's just got some bandages and wrapped gear and gauze and some mercurochrome, that type of stuff. But these kits that you have, I guess, are pretty pretty all-encompassing, huh? They are, yeah. I, I think people will be very impressed at the quality of the ingredients in them and you know what, what, what they can do with them. And I love the fact that they're made in the USA. They're made right down in Florida. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, that's good stuff. So uh, to take advantage of that, Northlanders. Now, also, this weekend, got a big event happening down at the deck. I mean, there's lots of hockey going on and everything else, but there's a huge event for women down at the deck this weekend, the big uh, women's expo that Tracy helps put on. Are you uh, Are you going to have a booth down there at all? I will, yep. I will be there from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., so people can stop by the booth. I'm probably going to bring those first aid kits so people can take a look at those as well and maybe some of the other newer products that we've got for sale as well. Well, that's great. Well, anyway, we are talking to Kenny Fierro, who is the owner of, uh, in, of Dead On Sh- Indoor Shooting Range, which is located just about eight miles up Highway 2 out of Proctor, right on the left-hand side there. Probably the, the one of the finest facilities you'll find anywhere in the state for sure. It has a beautiful retail uh, location, beautiful retail store. When you walk in, you can buy firearms, you can buy ammunition, you can buy clothing and sighting information and reloading and just about anything to do with the shooting industry right there on the site. You can also register for uh, safety classes and concealed carry classes, which they host and and give right on site in some beautiful, nice classrooms. And then if you want to do practice shooting right next door, right in the same building, right behind the retail counter is an indoor shooting facility, second to none in the Northland where you can, if you don't have your own firearm, you can rent a firearm right there, very reasonable prices, try different things out. So please get on up to dead on shooting range. Uh, First chance you get eight miles up Highway 2, or if you have questions about anything that Candy's uh, been talking about or any equipment that they might have, give them a call at area code 218-729-9689. That's 729-9689. Or if you want to check out and see some of the fine uh, things they've got available, you can go to their webpage, uh, deadonshootingrange.com. That's deadonshootingrange, all one word, dot com. And uh, Candy, I'm sure a lot of people will stop by the booth down at the Women's Expo this weekend and uh, check you out down there. You're going to have a busy time. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. We've got to take our first break of the morning. Uh, We'll be back shortly. Baby back, dressed in black. Silver buttons all down her back. Hello, tips and toes. She can't stop walking the dog. KDAL time, 1127. Today, Brad, is Walk Your Dog Day. Not cooking in a walk, but take it for a walk, right? 
you don't know how to do it, I'll show you how to walk the dog. Rufus okay. Thomas, that's the original there. Woohoo! Hey, 47 degrees in Canal Park with a northwest oh, wind. Man. Isn't this something, Brad? This is incredible. It I is. Mean, really. But guess what? Things are going to change. <laughs> oh. A large system will move through the Northland middle of next week and could lead to measurable precipitation. Now, this will be a low-pressure system with characteristics similar to a Colorado low, and a mix of precip will result from the system, and depending on the track of the system, precipitation will transition from rain to snow. As of now, the most likely timing of this transition will be Tuesday night into Wednesday, so stay tuned for possibly some measurable precipitation. Oh, jeez, you're getting all excited. <laughs> now, how wide an area is this supposed to happen to? Most of the state or just our, the northern this part? Is our, this is our forecast. It's going to be widespread, okay. but this is specifically okay. for our uh, our area here. And a cold air mass will develop tonight. Things are going to change tonight. Chance of light snow around the area. Uh, but uh, things are going to warm up a bit, but we're going to see a little cold snap tonight and then back to some mild temp, and then we're just going to keep our eyes on this pending storm out of the Rockies uh, sometime next week. Dano, are, well, you looking got, for, uh, are you looking for snow banks, Dano? He doesn't care. He loves it. He's high up in that building. He don't care. Bring it on, he says. <laughs> I don't care one way or the other. Who cares? <laughs> The nice thing about rain is you don't have to shovel it. You don't have to move your car out of the way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, so, Dana, what's new? What's new with uh, you? No, nah, not too much. Uh, I got a question, and I'm, I think it's a logical question. Okay. Why are we importing products from people that don't like us? I mean, is uh, anybody check the check the phones to see if? China has them put something in there where they can shut them down anytime they want. You know, we don't, you bring up a great question because we don't seem to be concerned about so much of this stuff. We've heard, for example, for years about TikTok. The fact that TikTok is a, is a communist Chinese owned software thing that, that can be installed in your phone that will allow the Chinese government to look at everything you've got in your home, where you're located. I mean, the the military has gone so far as to outlaw TikTok for any military personnel because they found out that the system was being opened for military personnel to look around where they were working and where they were on bases. And yet yeah. we've got our president, Joe Biden, has opened up his own TikTok account. Yeah. And the trouble is, you know, I got to, how do you get the Mexicans to stop people from traveling to their country? Say, as long as people are coming to your country, we're not taking any avocados. We're not taking any tequila from Mexico. (laughs) They will stop it. I mean, no more avocados. It's so simple, you know. You know that's really what uh, I don't. I, none of us probably know the uh, what extent Donald Trump went to when he arranged the uh, the get together with the Mexican president and said, "Look, we we want you to hold these people there during his presidency," yeah. but they agreed to do it and it worked out beautifully. Those people had to stay in Mexico, 
until their hearing was put on, and if they could prove asylum necessary, then they were allowed in. Other than that, no, they were sent back. And, and, and you, of course, you know, Joe Biden threw it out. Yeah, do you know why uh, Russia didn't attack Ukraine when Donald Trump was president? Mm, I, I, well, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking around in my head that it was probably because Trump had told him not to. No, Trump said, if you attack Korean, I'm going to bomb the hell out of Moscow. And they weren't <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you know, those kind, of, those kind of subtle things do work. I mean, we all remember yeah. what Ronald Reagan did when he took yeah. over from Jimmy Carter. Uh, and he told yeah. the Iranians, look, you got until I get inaugurated to release the hostages or otherwise I'm coming after them. And, yep. man, they'd held them for a year and before he was inaugurated, they released him. That's right. And, and I mean, it wasn't that they were scared of Trump. They just weren't sure about him. You know, did he mean yeah. that or not? You know, <laughs> but. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the public now, or a lot of the media, I should say, the mainstream lefty media, is trying to somehow insinuate that because Donald Trump kind of has indicated that he admires Putin to a degree, they're somehow making a big deal out of that, that they're, that they're going to be buddy buddies and uh, that's going to, uh, and, and that, that that maybe is why he is saying to the UN that, look, a lot of you countries are not paying enough for protection. And if you don't start kicking in the right amount of, um, amount of money, I don't care if we stand with you or not if uh, Putin attacks you. I got one more question that's logical. Okay. Why is the United Nations still in the United States over <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> I don't have the foggiest idea. Why, why do we do that? Why do we allow that? Yeah, and we pay most of the money, and they vote against us every time. So, I mean, yep. <laughs> go ahead. It's crazy. Send it to North no. You can have it there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Send it to South Africa or somewhere. Let them have a yeah. shot at it. I mean, yeah. they come here, they have immunity, they can park anywhere yeah. they want. Uh, we, you know, we can't tow their vehicles. We can't uh, yeah. charge them with things because they immediately say diplomatic immunity. And then yeah. they vote against us. Listen, yeah. we got to go to CBS News. Okay. Thank you, Dano. Nice, nice to hear from you. Well, Northlanders, as you can tell by the music, this is the moment we wait for every Thursday here on Sound Off. This is when we get to talk to Chris Lohmeyer over at Solutions Insurance, and he gives us what we affectionately call the win of the week. Because what's happened all, uh, all week and for a long time is that people will call up Solutions Insurance, and they'll, uh, they'll call them at that 218 218- 628-1878 number. That's uh, 218-628-1878. And they'll simply ask one of the fine uh, agents at Solution, whether it's Chris himself or Heidi or Allie, Maggie, Tim, Sonia, so many other ones. They'll simply ask them, can you check to see if I'm getting a, a decent deal on my rates? And uh, they take your information one time. And then they run it through a bank of computers where they keep the rates for 60 to 70 different companies. And you know what? Many, many times they will find that they've got a company 
that can give you as good a coverage, if not better than you have, and save you a good deal of money. And we have had, Chris, I don't know, we, Kenny sometimes keeps track of them for a period of months. And, you know, one time I think he kept it for almost a whole year. And it was it was like we had sa- you, you guys had saved people over $100,000 just on the wins of that year. It's it's amazing how much uh, how many people there are out there that maybe are paying more than they need to be. Absolutely, Brad. Yeah, that's one of our biggest accomplishments in my mind is that money, that cumulative savings over, say, even the period of a year like you're talking about. That's money kept in our community for people to be able to use to spend on things other than higher insurance premiums. That right there is an ultimate win in my book. Absolutely it is. You bet it is. So uh, what, what do we got this week? Who's who's the big hitter this week? Uh, Maggie's been running pretty hot for a while. <laughs> I was just about to say, Maggie's been running the table lately. That's right. But you know what? We've got somebody else that I'm, I'm really excited about uh, featuring a win of the week, and that's Sonia. Sonia has been hard at it all along. Rest assured on that. And the win of the week for her this week, this is for personal insurance and okay. it's for home and auto for a family. They called her. They said, can you do that insurance shopping for us? Can you check around multiple companies and see what uh, how that stacks up with our current rates with our current carrier? She said, absolutely. And in the end, she was successful for them. And she wrote their home and auto with a combined savings of money back in their pocket of $1,933, Brad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just shy of 2000 bucks on $1,933 annual savings on auto and home. And, you know, it needs to be said, Chris, did she cut their coverage drastically to be able to give them the savings? Oh, no, she did not. Absolutely not. So that's a win-win all around for them, for sure. Well, and then the other thing that we talk about is that's a win, too, is now they've got Sonia to be able to deal with if they have a loss or if they have questions on insurance. They've got a local agent who works for their benefit that's right there for them. So, you know, that's a that's a monthly savings of one hundred and sixty one dollars or a quarterly savings, if you're paying your premiums quarterly, $483. That's a substantial chunk of money back, like you say, in the pockets of people in our community. You'd be able to buy groceries, pay for other bills, buy clothes for your kids, whatever you need to do. Absolutely, Brad. So anyone out there, keep an eye on your insurance premiums. If you write the checks, if you've got it on auto pay, and you just stop for a second and realize, wait a minute, this, this rate kind of went up. What's going on here? Why am I paying more for my insurance this month or this year? Give us a call at 218-628-1878. Bring your policies right into our office if you want to do it that way. You can stop in anytime. And it's free parking as far as the eye can see. You can walk right in the front door. No validation of parking necessary or anything like that. And we will be ready, willing, and able to help you with either personal insurance, business insurance, whatever your needs are. So did uh, did Sonia give Maggie the raspberries when she got to win of the week this week? 
It's friendly no, I'm competition. Sure she, friendly competition. There you go. I love that. Yeah. Well, there, uh, there it is, folks. You can have friendly competition yourself over at Solutions Insurance. They're located Spirit Valley Shopping Center. Right in West Duluth, like like uh, Chris says, you can drive right up in front of the agency, walk in, give them your policy, ask them if they make a copy of it for you. They'll keep it. They'll go to work for you. Within a very short period of time, you may find out that you can save a great deal of money, just like this customer did with Sonia this week at Solutions Insurance, 218-628-1878. Thanks, Chris Lohmeyer. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. Boy, all right. Well, Bradley, Kenny, you brought amazing, it up, so it? I had to go to my uh, my desk. Did you go here to your calculator. And, uh, well, I kept this. This was back in 2019. I did this, and I keep every win of the week, every Thursday that okay. we do this. I have a paper log that I use, and I keep them all. And so I'm able to go back and look at things. And I did that. The this was 2019. Boy, I'm due for a, a redo on this. In 2019, there were 37 wins of the week. It was a total of $54,000 in savings. God. (laughs) It was an average win of the week, Brad, of $1,457. Average win of the week. Average, yeah. And the thing that has to be reemphasized here to people is that they're not cutting your coverage. They're not making you pay instead of a hundred dollar deductible maybe two thousand deductible no they're they're always giving you apples for apples or in many cases they'll come back to you and say hey do you mind if i uh gave you a better coverage <laughs> you know maybe cut <laughs> yeah. your deductible yeah. or maybe give you more coverage you know it's funny because i'm looking at all these and again i had to compile all these and it's a lot of auto and home savings but these are substantial fifteen hundred dollars a thousand dollars on just home it goes on and on and on. And one I noted here, a jackpot, auto, just auto. A family of two young drivers saved $4,200. Yeah. Yeah, if you've, if you've been the unfortunate, I mean, you love your kids. You always want them. But, but you cringe when they get to that age that they say, Ma, Dad, yeah. I, can I go get my permit now? I want to get my driver's license now. Because, yeah. you know, ka-ching, your rates are going to go up. But I'm glad I did this. I, I kept this sheet, and I still have it. So, But I've got to update this for maybe 2023. I'll look into that. That'd be great. See, That'd we've got great. to but Jeff this, from Superior that's been holding for a while. He wants to talk to you about food. About food? About food? Yes. That's one of my favorite pro- one of my favorite <laughs> subjects, Jeff. Hi. <laughs> well, well, that's good to hear. Let me. I'll start the conversation by asking you a question. What do you like on your hamburger? If you grill a hamburger, what are you going to put on it? What's the Brad burger? Uh, okay, my Brad burger would consist of cheese, usually cheddar cheese, but uh, sometimes yep. I'll put Swiss on it. But I do like grilled onions. And I'm I'm not a big fan of tomatoes, uh, you know. I'll do it, but I like lettuce, so I would say it's probably lettuce, fried onions, and cheese. Oh, that sounds fantastic! I would I would buy that. Uh, the 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 reason I'm interested in this topic is, you know, you were serving on the school board in Duluth, and 30 yes. years ago I ran for the school board, and one of the things I was going to focus on was nutrition and how the school. Uh, lunch program, uh, you know, feeds the students. 
and from what I understand, Minnesota now feeds uh, the state of Minnesota statewide provides food or free food for the kids, you know, paid by the taxpayers. But still, yep. they focus on nutrition. And I wanted to ask, when you were on the school board, did you focus on uh, meals or how the students were fed? Yeah, to a degree. It was a different kind of uh, a different kind of a scenario back then. I mean, that was a long time ago, and and we had cooks. I mean, what what we would now consider real cooks. I mean, we had cooks even in the high schools that would go out of their way making home cooked meals. You know, and the kids would come in and they could have the choice. You know, if they wanted a couple slices of pizza or if they wanted a burger or something. But a lot of times. They would go through the line, and there the cooks would have made lasagna or something that they made from scratch that a lot of the kids liked, and they and they went with that. But over a period of the 12 years that I was on the board, I saw that change uh, to a lot more packaged-type foods and less homemade-type of things. Oh, that's interesting. I, I think that, you know, you, well, you know as well as I do that as we grow— we need certain nutrition at different stages in our life. But I'm a yes. meat and potatoes guy. I really think that, you know, people need beef. I believe in beef and meat. It's a good source of yep. protein. And, you know, it's important to have vegetables. But as I get older, I'm, I'm more and more believing in the, the value of uh, beef as a protein and fish. You know, I mean, we have fish in yeah. our area. But it's, it's just something I think about. And you had some uh, experience deciding that uh, on the school board. And so I just, I never had that conversation with you. I wanted to ask what you thought about all that. Well, it, like you said, in Minnesota right now, they've passed a bill where they're feeding the kids breakfast and lunch free. No matter if your family is a millionaire, no, no matter if you own your own business, they don't care. They're going to give every kid that comes in a free meal. Of course, it's not free, as you said, Jeff, Taxpayers are, are forking up money. And in fact, they've come out now and said that even just this first year, it cost a lot more than they thought it was going to. So I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I like the system we had where if you were an at-risk kid, if your family didn't have a lot of income, you were given a free meal. Uh, but other kids helped offright this, the cost of that because their family could afford it. But uh We'll see what happens as the years go on. Thank, good stuff, Jeff. Thank you. We got to go to our Minnesota news break, folks, and we'll be back shortly. Hey, lost palapatat, monet, lost palapatat, shake and swing and do my thing, me lost palapatat. I go out each Saturday night and give it all I've got. I dance with all the pretty girls, me lost palapatat. KDAL time is 11.56. Uh, that is the potato song, Brad. And that, the yeah, we're playing that. The uh, Lash Palat, uh, whatever he's saying there, is don't drop the yeah. potato. Um, today is Cook a Sweet Potato Day. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I noticed that there was a lot of potato stuff on the Internet today. There, In fact, they had a ranking of who makes the best fries, which fast food restaurant makes the best fries, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I knew there must have been a lot of interest in potatoes today. Cook a sweet potato day, Brad. 
cook a sweet... Do you like sweet potatoes? I do, actually. I do like them. Yams, sweet potatoes, some yeah, maple I mean, syrup, uh, some brown sugar or whatever. Yeah, you know, that. that way I do like it. But yeah. just by itself, no, I'm not a big fan of it. But you're su- it's surprising. The, all those years we did the Christmas dinner down at the VFW, yeah. that was one of the biggest thing people wanted was sweet potatoes with marshmallows cooked on top of them. Ooh, now we're talking. And brown sugar. Back yeah. to your uh, hamburger discussion with Jeff. I, I could eat a Brad burger. I'm, uh, I'm with you, Brad. I, I, like, I like the traditional. I like a California burger. I really do. Mayo, lettuce, tomato, fried onions. And a bur- and a burger patty, I'm good. Yeah, do you like your do you like your? Bu- I like my buns with some butter on them, and then put them on the grill for a while too. Get them a little bit crisp. That's how you like your buns, huh? Yep, <laughs> I like my buns on the burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, okay, I like my buns better than your buns. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think we better move right along okay. here now. <laughs> Say. Uh, we're out of time for hour number one. When we come back, though, I do want to get into some local issues. There's a number of local issues that are uh, really laying out there this morning. And we've got a number of other things that are huge. Uh, Have you seen this piece about the guy that's eating raw chicken every day down in Florida? No, what do you mean? Is it like a a news wish? Yeah, it's a, it's a news story. Uh, it's a, there's a guy, he's, uh, he's actually a guy, John, I think his last name was Melvin or something like that. And he has decided to eat raw chicken. And he, he, of course, he does it on the internet. He sits there, eats a raw chicken breast uh, while he's doing it. And he's trying to prove that he can do it every day until he gets a tummy ache. Well, he might get more than a tummy ache. Chicken can carry a lot of bacteria if you don't cook it. Anyway, we'll be back. Hour number two coming up shortly. For more than 80 years, KDAL.